0: Now then, Dimitri, you know how we've always talked about the possibility of something going wrong with the bomb, the bomb, Dimitri, the hydrogen bomb.
1: Well now, what happened is um, one of our
0: base commanders, well, he went a little funny in the head. Three, two, one. You know, just a little funny. He went and did a silly thing. Well, I'll tell you what he did. He ordered his planes to attack your country.
1: Spotlight
0: Vader. Well, listen, how do you think I feel about it?
2: What's up, brother? Hey, Ethan. Yes, sir. Hey, man. How are you, dude?
0: Doing well. How are you?
2: It's going good. I, I feel like it's going pretty good. Yep. Um, have you been listening to the shows at all?
0: I have not, ma'am. I have not looked at anything.
2: Oh, that's good. But yeah, we got a few, you know, we got a few de- dedicated listeners to it, and um, we're, I'm just trying to grow it all the time on Facebook and advertise it, and uh, <clears throat> so... But it's fun. And I I got really good. I got really great um, microphones. So it's it's pretty good. It's pretty nice to listen to. Yeah. So let's go get going on you. Does that sound good?
1: Let's do it. Three,
0: two, one. Spot.
2: Ethan, welcome uh, from uh, Denver, Colorado, to Spotlight Fantasy. Um, it's wonderful, uh, wonderful talking to you again. I haven't seen seen you or uh, heard from you. Well, we've talked on text message, but I haven't seen you since the Mass Capital Draft Party from last year. Uh, how how you been doing? Uh,
0: <laughs> good, Stressed, but good, pretty uh, much always. What
2: are you What are you doing at in, in Denver right now?
0: Oh man! I so I just recently bought a place, um, starting an Airbnb. At the same time, working probably forty-five to fifty hours a week. Wow. Uh, yeah, it's you know it, I mean it's the same thing in the service industry, right? Everything's just a grind.
2: Yeah. Well, fifty-five hours—that's a lot. You know, that's a that's a big commitment. Are you are you enjoying it? I mean, I, every time I've gone to Denver, it's I've loved it. It's a beautiful place. Mm-hmm. Yeah
0: course. Yeah. I moved out here. Yeah. It's worth for good
2: reason. Back in the day, uh, when I was doing the first, uh, my first league, that's where I, I actually met you, um, through Brock, you know, I asked Brock, I was, I was kind of struggling finding people to, to come and play in the leagues. Cause you know, no one really knew that I had, I was doing it and I wanted to find kind of the right people. And Brock, um, you know, he recommended you to come in and, it seemed like you kind of really enjoyed it from the, from the get go. Was that kind of your first time playing uh, fantasy football or had you been playing uh, previously for several years before that?
0: You know, you I've been in fantasy leagues beforehand, but they were just like kind of hodgepodge league, nothing um, to the kind of standard you've kind of set. So, with that being said, when everything is hodgepodge, people don't either take it seriously or they do take it seriously. You have those situations where like, oh, they lost this year, so they drop all their good players at the end of the year, and everyone else is still in so I to scrap it up. You know, kind of kind shit like that that is just really annoying. Mm-hmm. They go with when you make it to the playoffs. Um, so, I mean, I've been in good leagues. I've been in some bad leagues. I've been in a lot of leagues where people don't put any money in, so it's just kind of, uh, they don't really care, you know? Yeah. But,
2: that's what I was like, I was hoping, you know, we, we had it at what, like 150 to for the buy-in for uh, Obi-Wan Mahomie that first year. And just because, you know, I was tired of playing in those leagues too. I wanted to like, I, I want to kind of filter those people out that, you know, played like half the season and just kind of gave up. You definitely feel like you took to it really well and you were really serious about it, which I like really appreciated. Uh And I, I always wanted to keep you around. The fact, in fact, is like you played uh, after that, you played in every single one of my leagues, which I was like so. So uh, thankful for for you because you know every time I I go hey I got another league coming up you go sign me up for it and I go wow thank you thank you Ethan I really appreciate that so I'm a hard sell oh yeah well not really but you you, you yeah because you <laughs> you seem to enjoy it and you always and you always like gave me a nice message after the season that you know. um of how much you did. And I, I always really appreciated that. You were always, uh, nice to me, uh, after, after the year was over. So I, I really appreciate that. Uh, but that, that first year you played, you got to seventh place. That year we had 14, le- 14 teams in the league. So seventh place got to the playoffs. You were eight. 8-5. Uh, that, was, that was pre-auction. So that was a snake. That was our uh, snake draft league at the time for Open 1 Mahomey. That
0: was a snake
2: draft? Yeah. <laughs> you remember? No.
0: I thought that was an auction draft.
2: That first year was snake. Uh... Um, Brock, for, Brock, Brock convinced me to do auction the next year, but that first year, yeah, that was a snake draft, which made it kind of you know it, it was fun and very good, but slightly awkward because when you know people would just kind of get up all the time and not really be as uh, you know invested in, in the draft like they were the next year once it be, once it turned into the auction draft. You've Gotta be kidding me! <laughs> I'm serious. I, was, I got seventh in that seventh. You uh, oh, scored okay. fifteen hundred or one thousand five hundred fifty eight points. And you, if you look back in the history, you lost to Brock, uh, in the quarterfinals, 111 to 110. So that's probably one, that's probably the closest. Playoff ma- playoff <laughs> matches I've ever seen. You might have gone to the, you might have all won the whole thing if you would have just got a couple more points there.
0: <laughs> Damn it, he's giving me
2: shit too. Brock brought you in and Brock took you out, uh, basically. What happened there? But uh, that's a hell of, that was a hell of a, that was a, hell a great, that uh, was a great start to the, you know, the spotlight fantasy for you uh, that first season, getting to the playoffs and almost getting, almost getting to the semis. Uh, oh,
0: that hurts. <laughs>
2: The next year, the next year, we got uh, a little deeper. You you joined JC Wasp as well. Um, Unfortunately, in JC Wasp, you you actually got into last place. I don't I don't know if you remember that too much, or you maybe have erased that from your mind.
0: That's been erased. Man <laughs> That um you were, I remember
2: you were six and seven what? though, so you had a good I mean you weren't you weren't terrible. You had a great or actually a really good season. So I guess that really kinda of shows how close that whole league was.
0: How was Obi Wan though?
2: Uh sixth place. So you got to the you got to the playoffs again back to back years in Obi Wan Mahomie. Uh one thousand six hundred and sixty nine points, which was quite a bit. And you lost to Andrew Niemeyer, one sixty seven to one fifty three. In the quarterfinals, so you were, were really good. Did he go win it all that year? Did he win it all? No. Remember, Mike I, Marino beat David Grime in the finals that year, and that was <laughs> the that was the first auction. That was the first auction draft. What uh, do you? What do you prefer? Do you prefer auction draft or do you prefer snake draft?
1: Auction.
2: <laughs> I'm sure. Uh. uh <laughs> <laughs> I know it's a dumb question. I know it's a dumb question. What is it about the auction draft that you that you like so much?
0: Um, man, the first time we did the auction draft, I was anti it. Really? The way. Yeah, because I had never done I'd never done it before. I was like, man, I'm putting money on this. We're doing an auction draft. What the hell is this? <laughs> now, now I know how to work the system. Oh, I get it.
2: Oh, <laughs> you're 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 now a professional at it. <laughs> That's good. Do you like do a lot of mock drafting before the season starts to kind of you know hone your skill?
0: No, not really. I just like research some of those players. I follow a lot of college football, so I like to see the talent coming in from college football, and I think I get really excited from that and just try and scrap those players at the very end of those drafts because no one else knows about them. Um, like Jalen Waddle, we had Waddle last year. I think we had him. I don't know which league we had him in, but I had him last year, and he started showing up at the end of the year, and, you know, no one knew about who Waddle was, but, you know, I just kind of, like, followed that kind of trend. And then looking at what's going on in the NFL, just staying on top of that. Russell's coming in. That's going to be fun.
2: Is Russell Wilson going to be really good this year?
0: I think he'll be a reliable quarterback for damn sure.
2: Well, yeah, he'll probably be the best one they've had in a little while, I guess, unless he's really got some health problems, I guess. I don't know. Hard to say in 2021 you can you played in an- in all 3 of the fantasy football leagues which i was really i really again i'll say i appreciate that so much you and you had a great and you had probably your best season i mean you were fucking awesome <laughs> i mean you didn't lose in any league for like the first like 5 or 6 weeks and everybody was damn that ethan guy what, where did he come from because he was like last place in jc Wasp the year before uh, but you were you were unstoppable you mean you had an incredible all three of your drafts were were spot on.
0: Yeah, I know. We started, I started hot. <laughs> Very hot. know. Uh, I think I was like, what? I think I had two losses and like maybe through the first four weeks or something.
2: Yeah. You, maybe you, you couldn't, you couldn't be touched. I mean, you and your brother, especially in JC Wasp were, were, uh, unstoppable, uh, force for sure. Uh, well, before we get into JC Wasp, let's talk about Obi-Wan Mahomie. You ended fourth place. With a nine and five record, one thousand six hundred seventy eight points, and you beat Ali in the quarterfinals, one twenty five to one hundred five. Um, so you got you got your first playoff victory in Obi Wan Mahomie There, you did lose to Austin Manson, one forty five to ninety seven in the semifinals. So you almost made it to the uh, Obi Wan Mahomie finals that year, but you did start a new league called Mass Capital. Um, and I would like to talk about that just for a minute. That was our kind of like the big culmination of everything uh, going from, you know, Obi-Wan Mahomie to a snake draft and JC Wasp and then to a big money league that we called uh, Mass Capital. And we had a nice big party. Did you, uh, did you enjoy coming to the to the party for Mass Capital? Of course. Thank you. Uh, we, we loved having you, man. We, we had a lot of great pictures of you and everyone dressed up and, and having a fun time. And that was, I mean, that was cool because it was like a lot more money on the line. So every, every pick was a little more, more precious and a little more uh, intense. Make sure everyone, you know, got their, the team they wanted to get in that league. Uh, you ended up nine and five, fifth place, so playoffs again, one thousand seven hundred and forty points, and you but you unfortunately lost to your friend that you brought into the leagues, Mike Vaya, uh one fourteen to ninety-two in the quarterfinals. So unfortunately you you came up short again uh there, but you're you know, you're getting so close until JC Wasp that year, where <laughs> Where you and your brother uh, team up for one amazing run, I'll have to say. What are your What are your memories and thoughts on playing with your brother and JC Wasp?
0: With Mass Capital, first off, I want to say a lot of my players were hurt near the end of the season. Mm-hmm. That one hurt. <laughs> that one <laughs> hurt, man. Let's... I think I had Hopkins and Uh-oh. Kamara. And then I had, I traded for Tom Brady. I think I traded Kamara for, or not, excuse me, not, not Tom Brady, um, for um, Bronx near the end of the year. Man, that team was good. That team was really good. And if I had gotten by Vaya in that one, we would have had a different outcome there.
2: I know, uh, you, I know you were so, you th- I felt like you had the, the best team for a while. And... uh I think you're right about that because you, yeah, you did you get start stumbling at the end because you're of, of injuries and there's really nothing, you know, you can do about it sometimes. You know, I was kind. Of, I you know, I was still. I was in the playoffs too, so I wasn't like really like pulling for you at the time. But then once I went down, I was like, man, I, I hope I hope Ethan wins a, wins a championship because he's you know he's played so much. Okay. Um, <laughs> if, we,
0: if we switch up some JC Swat JC JC W, where's the kind featuring?
2: Um, uh, yeah. So what was it like playing and teaming up with with Zach? Uh, which actually, Zach is here with us. Uh, Zach, how are you doing? Oh, I'm doing good, Aaron. It's, it's good to hear from you today, uh, out in Denver. What was it like with uh, for you two to to play with each other, and how how easy was it for you to communicate? I
0: thought it was easy. You know, it was good, <laughs> and then it was good. <laughs> um, first off, uh, get a get a good Cooper um, cup on your team. It's about what it boils down to. <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh, that was a pretty smart pick uh, Who was the guy who, who Which one of you picked uh, Cooper Cup?
0: Zach picked the whole team That's actually why he signed on Because I was going to be out of town I was in Chicago actually And right. no win So Zach picked the entire team And I just told him "Dude, Get get Josh Allen early We're not going to regret it And it's okay if it's a quarterback Because it's Josh Allen mm-hmm. He's going to 30 points a game on average And you know that's that's worth it oh. compared to you know running back or someone that could get hurt
1: you know I think our third and fourth pick was Josh Allen and then the fourth pick Cooper Cup because we were at the end of the draft and a, draft and a snake and so we had the two back to back picks. I think third and fourth and that's and that's
0: basically that's your team at yep. that point
2: right <laughs> you were that foundation for you know a long time and it never really disappointed you at all And I mean Cooper Cup played his best season of his career uh, maybe one of the greatest seasons of all time as, a, as yeah. a wide receiver. um, And yeah. you just kind of just kept, you know, coming back to that well, and it, it kept paying off. So that that too, yeah, Josh Allen and Cooper Cup were a great combo for you all year long. And that was a great decision. And great, so great job, Zach. You had to go and, you know, go all through the ups and downs of the season, you know, together. And it just seemed like you guys were pretty cohesive in, in, in your decision-making. So it was pretty impressive.
0: I can't think of any times that we were like <laughs> off on a week. There was, was only one loss. There was only one time,
1: and I tinkered with the lineup last minute, and I switched someone. who was a fifty-fifty shot on going off. Who went off? <laughs> someone who didn't go off,
0: and I figured the person that I switched them with had a better matchup that week. We had Parker was always good. one of those benches yeah. in the benches, and then he sucked. He didn't yeah. do a damn thing. And then we had uh, we that had receiver. We had that receiver uh, out of um, New England.
1: That uh, also, Myers. we switched in yeah, Myers. Myers. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And um, those were our like bench players, and then we had Waddle for a little while, and we you know we put them in now. Yeah. Based our decisions off that, we had we consistently had good defenses. We had New Orleans in mm-hmm. and, and Green Bay too. Damn, yeah, New Orleans and Green Bay two solid defenses for like their entire year, and you have a, you don't have to worry about that ever. You know, like that kicker too.
1: We had someone who could hold their
0: own. I don't think it was
1: Baltimore's kicker. I can't think of his name right now. Um, Tucker. Yeah, yeah. I don't think it was Tucker, but it was someone who just consistently could get you three field goals and an extra point.
2: <laughs> well, that's good. I mean that's good. You, that's I mean you might you know a lot of people think like oh that doesn't really matter but that matters a lot. You know, especially if you're oh, yeah. I mean you probably could use that in your you know the uh, in the 2019 over one Mahomie uh, matchup versus Brock where you lost by one point. So you know when people lose by like a few a few points they wish they had a better kicker sometimes.
1: Can't really oh, yeah. on that stuff. Yeah. Right. Tied in with our Achilles
2: heel. Who'd you have there?
1: Well, we had Robert Tunyon, Big Bob Tunyon. Oh, it the
0: Dude, it's we the won, won that game yeah. early in the year. <laughs> yes. yes. won the yes. game on
1: Monday Dude, That was <laughs> one of our first games that we won, and we were like, Tunyon just got to get us the score. Yep. <laughs> and he got kind of a touchdown. was like, that was all he did. It's like, hell yeah. Well, yeah. So he told, and we were hurting there for the rest of the year. And, and Tunyon was somewhere. turning it on, too. We yeah. picked up Higby at the end. Yeah, Higby.
2: You, you ended with Higby there with he got 13 points in the finals for you. Yeah, so he turned out he turned pretty solid. Um oh, yeah. looking back at your playoff run, you beat David Grime. You scored 182 points <laughs> in the semi in the semifinal match. I mean, that was
0: a pounding. We had um, Nick Chubb. Well, we had Chubb, We had Hunt, and we, we had Bird. And we um, had Antonio Gibson. And we had Getson,
2: And we had... Uh... Well, Allen scored 33 points there. I mean, yeah, Allen scored 33 points. Chubb scored like 30 points. Cooper Cup had 24 points. Antonio Brown, think about it. Antonio Brown, He played. you played him, and he, he had 23 points. So he actually yeah. came, he came out pretty big, and then... The Eagles scored 20, scored twenty seven points. So you just kept hitting you kept hitting everywhere.
1: They had a good matchup. I think they were playing the Giants that week. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, I remember working with David. You know, I worked with David Grime at Frena, and he was pretty dis- he was pretty sad for a while about that because he thought he had a pretty good team. But you I mean your your team was just juggernaut. I mean, come on, it was awesome. Uh, <laughs> Man, and
0: Gibson, when Gibson didn't do a damn thing for the first half of the year because they weren't giving him the ball, right. He, he deserves more touches. Was, Washington knew what they were doing,
2: right? Well, I was always, I was always a Gibson believer for a long time, and I, you know, I kept kind of, kind of waned a little, while, a little bit, but I always felt like he had so much good talent and he could catch the ball. Um, yep. he, he never really blew up, but he did kind of stabilize there at the end of the year, and I think. That was great for you.
0: I mean, it's just kind of why you hate on, like, hang on to him for the entire season because you know the talent is there.
2: Right. You know. You're right. But it's like, how much longer am I going to hold on? But, you know, he did end up getting consistent. Um, but that finals okay. ma- that finals match uh, to win the whole thing um, was against another newcomer, uh, Eli Ajax, uh, Elijah. Um, and that was a great, really a great match. You You squeaked it out 160. To 152, um, I think you really kind of was blowing it away early, and he kind of came back there at the end with uh, some Tom Brady work. But you did you did end up kind of winning the whole thing there uh, to win your first Spotlight Fantasy Championship. What was that? What was that like? To I mean, because I knew you know when you when you joined the three leagues before the season, you go well with three leagues. I'm 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 bound to win with one of them because I know you. I knew you wanted to. Win. You're a huge competitor. But when you finally did win, when you finally went through the whole season and you came out on top, what was that initial feeling for you like?
0: About damn time.
2: (laughs) You deserved it. I mean, you, you're so intelligent with football. you are obviously fall, been following it a long time, um, and you, you, know, you finally squeaked it out. You know, there's a lot of luck involved sometimes with fantasy football, but a lot of it is skill and just learning and reading and studying and watching film and talking about it all the time. I'm just really proud of you for... Finally getting one of those chips and winning it all.
1: Sounds like you need me. I think I think <laughs> yeah.
2: Was he the X Factor there? Was Zach the the one the guy that, you know, brought brought you over the hump?
1: For well, that for that particular league. I think if we worked to Mass Capital, I'd never done an auction before and I think Ethan's experience yeah. we can just yeah. push
0: it over the line.
2: That would be yeah. That would be awesome if you both can yeah. make. You are you are you both planning on coming to the draft party for Mass Capital?
0: So which one has both days? That's going to be Mass. Oh,
2: you like be- you, you want me to do Obi Wan Mahomie and then Mass Capital same day?
0: If you did that, that'd be pretty cool.
2: Yeah, let me think about that.
0: I mean, that's going to be a lot of work for you. Yeah, that's, yeah. that a, That's a big party. Those are both big parties.
2: Yeah, would, you know, but the ladies, yeah. the ladies of Spotlight, uh, Ashley and Allie, they're going to take over that Obi-Wan Mahomie party kind of for me. I mean, obviously, I'm going to be really involved in it, but it's going to take a little stress off me.
0: Mass Capital would be a better one to attend. Like, that makes the flight more bearable, for sure. Yeah, that's just a fun draft party. I mean, we'll be at everything about in. Mass Capital is just fantastic.
2: Thank you. So we'll see. We'll see. We'll we'll see what happens there. What what the smartest thing to do is there. But if you know, if if Zach can kind of fill in for you uh, on some I mean, of, some of those drafts, that would that obviously work out really well.
0: That could be, yeah, Mass Capital is more of one to be in attendance for. I think that's mm-hmm. just, you know, Ob one is going to be, I, you know, I could be remote for that. Is back doing the draft there in person? That'd be fantastic. And, you know, we could just kind of lean on each other there. And then uh, JC Wasp is totally remote anyway, so that doesn't make a difference. But Mass Capital would just be a fun one to attend as it is.
2: Yeah. Makes it worth it. Back. I think I I, and I appreciate you saying that because I I do agree with that. I think that's the that's the the premier party that we're going to do. What is like to you, like what is it about fantasy football that you enjoy so much? And why is it so important? Really kind of, you know, in the in your your life,
0: I like the camaraderie our leagues have together. I think that makes the, the biggest impact. No bullshit. Like, I mean, I like fantasy. I love watching football but I love statistics you know but like I'm not like I, when you take away the commodity aspect of everything then it it wouldn't be the same you know what I mean like it just wouldn't be as fun uh, so I think that's probably the most important aspect of it I love the shock you know when, when you're down 60 points and somehow you pull something out of your ass you know you, you, you've got a Nick Chubb or you know those players that just bring you back and you win somehow that is always hysterical Obviously, it sucks when it happens to you, but, you know, you win some, you lose some. Um, it, it, you know, it gives you something to look forward to, definitely. Like, every Thursday, Sundays, Mondays, it's like those the Thursdays are, like, good days, I guess. It's Not a Friday, but it's a Thursday. Mondays suck. They just give you that extra, like, little hump to get through the week.
2: Yeah. I agree. And that's, you know, that's kind of what I wanted to do with these leagues. It's just bring a, a great group together that play an amazing, fun, uh statistical uh, uh, game around a, uh, a sport that for me is one of my favorites of all time. I mean, it is the, my favorite of all time. And if you do it, if you do it with like-minded people who respect each other and, and have a great time. There's really, in my opinion, nothing better than that. And it's something I honestly I think about all year long, not just during football season. And, and when I when I get people, you know, like you know Zach and you in the leagues, it just makes it just so much more of an uh, amazing, special thing to be a part of. And I really, I really appreciate that.
0: It seems like you contribute a lot of your success to the members of the leagues, but give give yourself a pat on the back too, man. This does not happen without you.
2: Thank you, thank you so much, Ethan. Appreciate that. Um, and honestly, the early years when you said those things to me, like uh, how much you, were, you you appreciated it and enjoyed it, that made me want to come back and do it and make it even better the next year. So those you might not know that, but the, those little things that you have have said, because I know you're an authentic person. You know, you don't you don't bu- bullshit anything. So that really made me feel uh, feel good and made me want to keep doing it for, the, for for you and for all the other great people. So, just thank you so much.
0: Man, I, commission of the year. <laughs> commission of the year, what, three feet now? Yeah. <laughs> let's,
2: keep it let's keep it going. Let's keep it going. I, I want to play with you for, you know, the, the, the uh, however long we do this for. Ten years, who knows. Uh, let's just keep uh, growing and, and enjoying uh, playing and competing uh, with each other. Yeah, man. Thank you, thank you, Ethan, thank you, Zach, for being here, and thank you for setting this up. And uh, uh, this is our first uh, kind of f- like first phone interview I've ever done on on this podcast, and so this is kind of a historical uh, as is. But I can't wait to see you at the Mass Capital uh, draft party maybe we can do it again uh do another sit down in person and chit chat um when 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 that happens
0: yeah um, we should do one next time we do one i need to be in front of my computer (laughs) perfect
2: (laughs) yeah well yeah it does help like remembering you know the the statistics but let's just uh we'll see how it goes and uh i can't wait to can't wait to get going again
0: and Hell
2: yeah, Aaron! Getting me excited already. Let's do, let's do it. It was really uh, 15 weeks. We're only 15 weeks away. So you know, you see, I saw, I saw that on Twitter. I'm like, oh shit! I gotta get, we can't get moving. So we're, it, it's happening. We'll be here before we know it. So I will see you soon. Um, thank you so much, Zach. Thank you so much, Ethan, for being on Spotlight Fantasy. Peace,
1: brother. Yep. Thank you, Aaron. Good
2: night. Good night. Night.
1: Good night. <laughs> Good night.
2: Life of
0: time It can be